Welcome back to another episode of Hot Off the Hip. This podcast exists to connect and inspire young professionals in West Michigan through shared stories and aspirations. Young professional is a term used to describe those in the first half of their career. My goal is to connect you more thoroughly to our vibrant young professional community through this show. I'm your host, Johannes Boot, and thank you for taking some time today to listen in. Today, I have the privilege of welcoming Dave Cook to the show. Welcome to the show, Dave. Thanks so much, Johannes. It's a pleasure to be here. So Dave is a wealth advisor for Raymond, specializes in taxes. Is that right? Um, so yeah, I started out, um, gosh, I started out, uh, on the tax side, uh, working mostly with, um, you know, corporate and partnership, uh, uh, taxes. Um, I've shifted more into a wealth management role, um, working more on the investment asset allocation, um, doing those sorts of things. But, uh, you know, my tax background has, um, you know, helped me quite a bit, uh, in what I'm doing now. And that's, you know, working on, Working in tax on the tax side originally is what's, um, I guess, developed my passion for uh, um, helping others out with complex issues. And, um, you know, I, that's what I did. You know, obviously, taxes are a complex issue. And here on the investment side, um, you know, I get to help people out with uh, with 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 some pretty with some pretty tough stuff. So, yeah, um, they're very related, but, you know, um, phasing out of the uh, tax side a little bit more. So you've got a good background on on the tax side, but you're really pushing into the investment and financial planning. Right, right. Yeah, exactly, exactly. More into the financial planning area. And, you know, tax is a huge part of that. Um, you know, there's so many, uh, you know, different uh, uh, different. Uh, and uh, different things that are or different uh, investment vehicles that are, um, you know, tax efficient, you know, the most basic one is like a 401k, you know, putting into that, you're saving every dollar you put into that is, you know, tax deferred. So yeah, um, just we'll, things like that. Oh, yeah, go ahead. We'll get into a little bit more about what, what specifically are some or less, not specifically, but we'll get in a little bit more on different things you've seen in the tax and yeah. investment industry and good financial rules of thumb. Mm-hmm. But first off, right off the top, I'd love to ask you a little bit about what your life has been like as a young professional in West Michigan. Oh, gosh, what has my uh, life been like as a young professional? Um, it's been exciting. It's been, you know, a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of op- opportunity here in, in West Michigan. There's a lot of opportunity to get involved, um, you know, whether that's um, a professional group, whether that's um, volunteering, um, there's just, you know, so much opportunity for, uh, for young professionals. And, you know, I, I just see that continuing, continuing, um, especially with, uh, you know, how many colleges there are out here. You've got a lot of people coming from different parts of the states. Um, you know, you you run into people and it's, they could be, you know, they're not necessarily from West Michigan. You, I've run into people and they're from the East side. They're pro, from a different state. So, um, you know, it's exciting. And then you just see the, um, the growth of, you know, um, the Holland area, the Grand Rapids area. It seems like, uh, um, you know, there's more, more businesses, more jobs. So it's, it's just an exciting time. And like I said, I see that continuing. Yeah. Holland is definitely in a growth phase and everybody's, or a lot of people are able to see it, especially, um, some of the buildings going up, there's a continual flow of construction. That's probably one of the most visible things mm-hmm. that we can see. I think we met at a networking event. Yeah, that was throwing. That was that was cool. It was good to meet you. But um, 
that that's something that a lot of people say over and over again is, hey, it's really easy to meet. Yeah. Or it, people that you meet in Holland are really willing to help, really willing to connect. And there's a lot of opportunities there. But just out of curiosity, is, is Holland your default location or have you done some traveling? Do you have some benchmarks to compare it against? What What's what's something um, that your intentions towards Holland, like are you intending to stick around long term? So I'm actually living in the Grand Rapids area, nice. but, um, you know, Holland is, uh, you know, it's, it's still a great place to, you know, to come out to, especially in the summer with the beach, um, just West Michigan in general, I don't see myself, um, really leaving this area. I mean, it's just, uh, I don't know. I've, I've been over to the East side. There's a lot more traffic over there. It's not, uh, you know, again, getting away to, you know, a place like Holland or even Grand Haven, um, or any kind of beach area um, right. is, is a little bit, is a little bit tougher. And, you know, even Grand Rapids is, 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 is a great place for a young, young person to live as well. So i um, really enjoy living out there. Don't really see myself, um, um, you know, moving away from this West Michigan area. Right. Yes. So in the preliminary questions, you gave me an answer today and um, it was kind of related to, um, a motivational phrase that you live by. Mm-hmm. And the answer you said is right, uh, grind today and shine tomorrow. Yeah. And I love to hear that because it definitely, um, I think it makes, it reminds me of the fresh coast of West Michigan a little bit, but I've <laughs> never personally heard the phrase rise today or, or sorry, grind today and shine tomorrow. Maybe would you like to unpack it a little bit and kind of tell me how you've lived it out or where you came across it and why it's meaningful to you? Yeah, so you know, I came across it. Um, one of my coaches in high school used it. Um, it was one of my soccer coaches, and basically, um, the thought behind it is, you know, that hard work that you put in today will pay off um, in the future. Um, and you know, I've just that, that that thing has always just stuck with me. You know, through college, working hard, um, you know, getting involved with different things has really, uh, really paid off. Um, and you can, you know, you can see, and I can kind of go back and see that, uh, just through different areas of my life where, you know, a heart, you know, going through something that was hard, um, going through, um, you know, putting in a little bit more work in and you can see that it's paying off dividends. And we can, you even talking with that networking thing, you know, going out and, you know, doing stuff and getting yourself out there, you know, you can make those connections and, um, you know, really, really, really build a network that way. Um, you know, you can use it in, like I said, you can use it in sports where, Hey, maybe (laughs) there's a day you wake up and you're like, Oh, I don't feel like, you know, getting my sprints in or anything like that. Um, you can use it, you know, just in your work life. Uh, Hey, you know, if I, you know, well, work hard where I'm at right now, that's going to pay off huge, huge dividends, you know, in the future. And, you know, you can even look at it in the investing lights, you know, what you, what you save today, you can think of that money working, you know, grinding today, saving that today. And then in the future that, uh, you know, that, that, that's going to, you know, that's going to help you out. So it's, it's a nice little motto and, um, um, yeah, just easy to remember. (laughs) That's such a cool thing. You're clearly thinking about it through the lens of investing as yeah, well. Yeah, um, right. It's developed at least in, the, in that mindset for you. Um, and that that's awesome. Uh, one thing that came to mind when I was thinking about your phrase, though, is uh, sometimes you can get caught in just this c- continual cycle of just grinding yeah. and never enjoying right, um, right. thing. And I like a little bit that it, it pulls out, hey, you know, there's some moments and opportunities to enjoy mm-hmm. the products of your labor as well, mm-hmm. or the fruit of your labor. Mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit more about how you view investing, and then we'll, we'll get into maybe some common young professional perceptions about investing. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you know, the way 
the first thing was how just how I how I view it. Yeah, so how I view it, um, you know, I I honestly think that uh, you know there's a huge risk to not investing is kind of how I view it. You know, a lot of people think, oh, investing is so risky. Um, and I, I just think think it's the opposite. It's a bigger risk not to invest. And that's uh, um, really, it's something that uh, you need to be doing um, just because, uh, you know, no one wants to be, you know, 70, 80 years old and be forced to uh, keep on working when, you know, at that age, you, you're just, you're, you, you don't want to be, you know, the, the person, you know, working at Walmart um, or doing anything like that, where, you know, you're, you're forced to work, you want to enjoy life, you want to ha- be able to enjoy the fruits of your labor. So that's, that's kind of my, my big, big um, perception on investing that it's something that's, you know, you really needs to be done. It, you know, you really should be should be thinking about it at an early age, because the earlier that you can, you can start investing, the better off you, um, the, the, uh, Earnings on the amounts that you save from 25 to 35 will be greater than the earnings that you save um, on from 35 to 65. So that just shows you the power of of getting started early. Um, power of 10 years of compounding interest versus uh, something started after 10 years for 30 years. Yeah, still yeah, yeah. Saying. You still, you still, yeah, you still won't catch up. And it's it, you know just, that's just incredible to think about. Um, so yeah, I can kind of talk about some, you know, some perceptions that's, um, you let's, know, let's first talk a little bit more about this risk that you're saying. Okay. Um, you, you said one of the biggest things in your mind is that it, you have a bigger risk, not investing than investing. Yeah. Right away. My, my thought is, okay, I don't want to lose all my money. Right. That's a risk for me. And you're saying, mm-hmm. okay, well, let's, let's, let's take that and we'll consider that. But first consider like your life and saying it when you retire, Lord willing, or in the future, yeah. um, what's that going to look like? And if you don't, what are the activities that you have to get to get into retirement? I know some people that would kind of push back on that a little bit and say, hey, you know, this American dream of working, you know, nine to five or maybe sometimes eight to seven, you mm-hmm. know, long shifts or second shifts or third shifts, yeah. grind, 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 and then launching into a really nice, rich retirement. That's not the, that's not the American dream I want to own for myself. I think I would love to enjoy my time now with people and then maybe live less of a retirement or um, other people would look at it um, they perhaps in a different light. Talk to me a little bit more about this strategy of getting up, grinding early on your investments and then having that opportunity to retire later. Yeah. And yeah. Why perhaps um, the risks aren't as big or aren't as serious or can be managed better um, when we're considering investing here now. Yeah, so you know when I when I when I talk about the the risk, uh, one thing that um, you know to think about is that prices are always rising. So um, a lot of people, if they they're just saving and just throwing into a in, in, into a savings account, um, you know that money theoretically is losing um, is losing money every single year just because um, prices are rising. Um, and you know you won't be able to buy as much with that money that you're saving if if you're just you know getting a zero return and then theoretically you're getting a negative return. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where we're you know really that that's that huge risk Another comes risk. in. Yeah. So that so that's you know that's really where that comes in. Um, and then like you know like I um, you know mentioned that's you know when you're when you're older you know you know I, I appreciate um, 
what you said that, you know, you don't want to, you know, kill yourself over saving, you know, mm-hmm. that, that whole grind thing. It's not, uh, um, Hey, don't enjoy life right now. Just, just grind, 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 grind. No, it's, it's work hard when it, when it's the moment to work hard and then, you know, enjoy your time when it's, you know, time to time right. to enjoy. And, and, you know, the same thing goes with investing. I'm not saying you need to invest every single dollar. It's just something that you need to start thinking about because you don't want to, um, you know, you don't want your money to, to, to lose value and you don't want to be, you know, working, um, you know, late into retirement when, um, and, and, you know, it's, I'm not saying that's, yeah, you don't want to have to be, if you want to keep, you know, if you want to keep going into retirement, you know, you lo- you're loving what you're doing. Um, and you just want that, you know, you want that freedom in, in, in retirement to, to really, to really, en- to do what, you, to do what you enjoy. So that's kind of the way, the ways I look at that. Awesome. Yeah, maybe talk to us a little bit more now about some other common young professional investing uh, perceptions mm-hmm. that might not be accurate or might be going on the right track, but not totally on the right track. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the big perception, kind of what we talked about was, um, you know, that investment is either, you know, it's really risky or, you know, they don't really think about it and, um, they think, oh, I don't really need to do this, do this yet. And then they, they don't get started early. And we just, you know, talked about how important it is to, to get started early. Um, just because, uh, you know, the power of, of compounding just w- when you get started early is, is just so powerful. Um, you know, the, and then, you know, the other side of the spectrum, um, is, you know, the perception of, okay, I need to save every little, little penny. I need to, you know, penny pinch. I need to make sure that, uh, that, uh, you know, everything's saved because it's so important to save now. And, you know, I think there needs to be a good, a good middle ground between, um, between, uh, you know, saving and investing and versus, you know, saving and investing, you know, everything you need, you, you need to find that, um, uh, that ground between saving and investing and, you know, enjoying life as well. You, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, like, you, or, you know, they, like, they, like they say, you only live once. So you want to, you, you want to enjoy and you want to enjoy your, enjoy your time now. Um, so you don't want to um, just save every little, every little thing. So that's right, Dave. I think that's the first time um, a finance or investment professional mm-hmm. has said YOLO. <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're setting records here this morning. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. Um, one thing in my mind, too, is maybe it's good to define a little bit what exactly is investing because my mind is, okay, okay. First of all, before we go any further, we should clarify this is not any specific right. investing, investing advice. advice. Yeah, anybody. right. We're talking um, general bantering a little bit back and forth about mm-hmm. what are some good ideas. I'm bouncing things off Dave. Dave is providing insight from his experience. But to give any real meaningful advice to anybody in specific, he would need to know your yeah. context yeah. and he'd need to be able to work with you on a personal note. Right, right. Um, but with that out of the way... Um, what specifically is investing? What would you consider an investment vehicle? For me, I'm like, oh, hey, Dave says I need to start investing young. Let me download the Robinhood app mm-hmm. and let me just start, you know, pouring money me into too. every every stock fund or yeah. index fund. Or, um, but what are other ways perhaps that aren't stock activity related that you would say, okay, maybe consider this as a as a first investment option, or maybe mm-hmm. consider this as a way to 
uh, as another option for investing your money or reaping something better than just a savings account. Right, right. So, you know, one, one of the big things is, um, you know, contributing to your 401k just because, you know, you can obviously get a match there. And if you really you should be contributing, you know, at least to get that match, because if you're not, you're basically throwing away money. Um, so that's, you know, one of the one of the big things specifically what's in um, your 401k, you know, you know, which which ways should you, you, you go in that? Um, you know, one of the one of the big mistakes I've made early on is, you know, coming out of college, I thought, OK, I, I need to start investing money. You know, I'm what I'm going to do. I'm going to find the you know, the next big stock. I'm going to, you know, do you know, do research on stocks and, uh, you know, try to find something there. Um, a lot of people just don't have the time for that. And even, you know, when I was looking at specific stocks, you know, I didn't really know what I was looking for. I would, mm. you know, buy something because, hey, this went down, you know, it's a decent company. So um, if it went down, it pays a little bit of a dividend. So if it goes down further, I'm protect protected. So, but it should go back up because you know it went it went down. So I, I didn't really know too much about how to actual actual value a company, and I think that's you know that's really the key thing is you know every every stock you know has some kind of value to it. Um, you just need to know what you're looking for to to get that value. Um, so your and, biggest investment mistake was buying a stock in, in, out of college or yeah yeah buying a stock buying stocks out of college and just not knowing what exactly you know was giving it that value why it was undervalued at the time so that's what I think it's you know for most people going the index fund route is probably probably um, ideal just because you know it's a little bit more diverse um, you can structure index funds to 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 what you need um, for most uh, people in their in their young 20s and 30s. Um, you're probably going to be looking at, you know, stock index funds, um, just because, uh, you have more time. And if, you know, if the market goes down, it's not like you need that money right now. Um, you have more time to, to watch that recover. Um, so that's, you know, that's, that's, that's really the, uh, you know, the big thing there, but yeah, no, if, if you're, if you're going into the, you know, in, I want to buy some individual stocks. I want to open up my Robinhood accounts. You know, I want, um, Unless you know you know what you're doing, you know you know how to, how to value a company. You know you, you know how to um, you know look at different things, see how a company has a competitive advantage. Um, I would only you know maybe allocate a small percentage um, to that. Um, but really, with I know index fund investing gets gets a little bit of hate just because you don't see as big of returns as if you know you find the next big stock. Mm. But really, if you start early enough, um, you know index fund um, investing can um, you know. Over time, uh, you know, you, you get that, you get that, uh, you get that uh, return over time. You know, it can it can pay huge, huge dividends in the future. Wow, what would you say uh, around investing activities such as um, getting into the housing market or starting um, a company that uh, that you know? buys products and, yeah, yeah. and sells them at a higher, is that any sort of, or sorry, like, um, like a futures type business situation where you'd, you know, perhaps buy a, um, um, widget spinners that you see that are up and coming or something. Like okay. That. So are you saying like you're, you're, you're starting your own business? Is that yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So some of those investment opportunities, is that something that you you've ever considered as far as, as a legitimate strategy or like, Hey, 
those are all great opportunities on the side, but here's some really solid, well-proven out nothing. Yeah. So no, I think, uh, well, yeah, you know, buying a house, I, you know, I think is, is, is a, uh, you know, obviously a, a big thing. And I think, uh, you know, there's, there's, there's definitely, you definitely need to kind of tailor this to, uh, you know, to your specific situation. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're uh, trying to save up for a house, um, you know, maybe, you're, you know, you're trying to put 20% down in that situation. Maybe you're not putting as much towards um, your retirement. I think it's still important mm-hmm. to be contributing something, you know, at least, you know, get your, you know, if you, you're working somewhere and you, you have a 401k match, at least get that match. And then maybe the rest of your savings is going towards your, mm-hmm. going towards your house. Um, and then maybe you're investing into some kind of a of a short term fund, maybe more into bonds uh, because it's not uh, you're not it's you know not looking long term with bonds they're a little bit more safe, mm. um, and you know uh, with with the starting the business um, you can almost looking at that at you know that's that that, that you know that's that's a de- decent investment right there if you're, you're looking to start a business you can look at that as as your um, investment and try to get that going off the ground. And, you know, maybe early on, you're not, um, going into, um, you know, the stock market or, you know, a traditional investment, you're, you're focusing your time on your business. Um, but, uh, once you get that business up and running and, um, you, you know, you can see that you can see, um, some profits from it. It is, I, I do think it is important to, you know, diversify a little bit, you know, have something outside of that yeah. business just because if in case something happens, you never know if, you know, any kind of lawsuit or anything like that, right. that could really, that could really hurt you. But no, I think it's, I think, you know, if, if you're looking to start, start, a you know, start a business, um, you know, uh, you know, pouring what you, you know, what you can into that business. And then, you know, once you get that going, you know, throw, you know, diversifying a little bit is what I'd, what I'd say there. Sweet. I brought those up, not because they're in your wheelhouse, but just there's other ideas as well out there as far as, or other opportunities as well. Yeah. Like, okay, hey, there's a lot of ways to get involved in the market. Um, Dave here is really specifically focused on the the stock and investment, or mm-hmm. sorry, the index and mm-hmm. 401k options that you can put together for yourself. Um, I would picked up a little bit what you said coming out of college, picking specific stocks, yeah. investing at them, betting that they're going to go up. And uh, I wanted to go back to that a little bit because some would say, and it, it's a it's a good point. When you're young, you're more risk. Uh, you, mm-hmm. you can take higher risks, risk, right? Yeah, yeah. And so a uh, risk tolerant is uh, maybe what they would say yep, or yep. something like that. So you would be able to be like justify more. Hey, if I lose a bunch of money here. If I go another risk, I've got a bit of time to mm-hmm. earn that back. As long as I keep money inside of the market mm-hmm. uh, and keep it keep it going that way, that that money can come back. Um, but which is which is great. I I totally agree on that side of it. Uh, can you talk more about maybe the context in which you should start yeah. taking those risks or getting involved inside of the money market? Maybe as far as a good foundation to start with how much should you be saving yeah um versus investing um emergency yeah. funds stuff like that yeah yeah no yeah i can, yeah, I can talk about yeah, kind of a lot of things going on there but yeah, yeah they're they're all they're all very related um when it comes to you know there's 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 a difference between risk tolerance and gambling in my opinion um great point yeah so for me i, I feel like Early on, I was gambling. I was I was looking at at a, at a specific stock and just thinking, okay, this could go up, this could go down. And I think you're 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 seeing that a lot more, especially with um, 
with the cryptocurrencies. You know, people are are going into a currency. Oh, this new currency, it's, it's going to be the next big thing. You know, it could be the next big thing or it could, you know, go down to go down as you, you, hmm. with, with cryptos. You just have no idea um, where they're going. And, and, you know, a lot, a lot of stocks that I was buying, it's like eh, you, you don't really know whether it's going up or going down. Um, when it comes to risk tolerance, um, you know, that you're, I, I feel like uh, for the most parts, um, the risk is where is it going in the short term? You know, you don't know where the stock market is going. You could, you know, go invest into a, a stock index fund and it could, you know, it could it could go down the next, um, you know, next couple of months. In the short term, you just, you, you really don't know. So when it, when, when, when I talk about risk, risk tolerance, you know, you're looking long term. So you can take those, you can go into that, uh, that stock index fund. It can, you know, if it, if it goes down in the first couple of months, that's fine because, you know, you're not going to, hopefully not going to be touching this thing until the next 30 years. And, you know, what it does in the next couple of months, you know, it really doesn't even matter. And actually, as long as it's semi-stable, right? Yeah, semi-stable. Really <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it really, it really, yeah, it really doesn't matter. Huh. Um, um, and actually, you could even look at it as, you know, kind of a good thing if, um, you know, it does go down a little bit. If, you know, if it's, you know, a reoccurring investment like a 401k, because now you're buying in at even cheaper prices. So, um, you know, if you're, you're buying in at cheaper prices, that means you're going to get that much more return over those 30 years. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, so, yeah, when you're young, you can take more risk. But I would, you know, I would, you know, stay away from the, you know, stay away from the gambling. Right. Um, what, in your opinion, I think gambling, it's really important to know, like, if you want to go and gamble your money, mm-hmm. that's fine. Go and gamble your money. Yeah. As long as you know you're gambling. Your right, money, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, no, I can kind of say something about that. So, if, you know, if, if you want to get into cryptos, you, you're thinking, okay, this, this crypto is, is going to be the next big thing or this crypto is a little low right now. Um, I've got, um, you know, I've got a thousand dollars here that I, that, uh, you know, I was going to maybe go on vacation this year. Um, we'll throw this into cryptos. We won't go on, you know, if I lose it all, I just won't go on vacation. If it goes big, you know what, now I got a bunch more vacations. So you yeah. can kind of, kind of look at it like that. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, you know, get on anyone if they, they're, they're all in the, if they want to, you know, get a little bit into cryptos. I, I would say, you know, I want to do you know, a huge amount of, of your wealth, I you know, like maybe 5% or less. Right. Um, but, uh, but no, I, I do know people Just for ethical reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But, uh, um, I do know people that are like, yeah, no, I, I'm, I, I have no, I, you know, I want to invest into this crypto. I have no idea whether it's going to, you know, take off or not. I just, you know, if it does take off, I just want to be a part of it. So with, yeah, with the topic of crypto specifically, I've noticed there's, uh, some that are just in it for the for the big money that mm-hmm. they, that that's being definitely sold by a lot of like mm-hmm. um, wealth heads on on online, but others are more really invested in um um, I would say like a poetic sense of this is the way I want money to go in the future, yeah. and they're like I I want to invest in this because I would love to see a decentralized yeah. open ledger you know system that is in control you know right. so like I, there, that, that, and then in that sense that that changes the picture a little bit are you just um gambling or are you really investing into something that you want in the future, future even right. if it's a really really slow risk it changes the picture yeah of how you're putting your money could you explain a little bit more what's the line between gambling and risk taking is it just purely knowledge about the market or is it 
more on how you're approaching uh, or using that knowledge about the market with your money? Because some people would say, I know nothing about the stock market. Anything I do there is, is, gambling. A, is gambling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's, that, you know, that's, that's where, um, you know, uh, going back to just, to, I mean, I'll keep preaching the Dave index. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'll keep preaching the index funds just because, um, you know, there you've, you've got, you've got structured portfolios that's, you know, you usually have decent companies yeah. in there. Um, you know, and that over time, you know, they'll go up and down, up and down, but over time they're trending on that upward, uh, upward way. Um, so that's, you know, someone that's thinking that's okay. Any stock that I invest in is, is gambling. That's the, you know, the, the power of index funds is, you know, is huge. So that's kind of where, where, where I would go there. I mean, yeah. when it comes to, when it, when it comes to individual, you know, um, stocks or any other kind of investments, um, yeah. really the big difference between, um, you know, risk taking and, and, and gambling is, you know, how, how well do you, um, how well do you know this, this stock? So, um, you know, for example, if you, if you buy an individual stock, um, and it goes down, are you panicking? Or are you pumped because now you can buy more of it at a cheaper price? If you're pumped that you can buy more of it at a cheaper price, that shows that okay, you did your research. You 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 know what you you know that this thing is. You know what the value of this thing is. You know that this thing will go up in the future. So you you, you realize that this wasn't a gamble for you. Um, it's down. You can buy more of it. So that's kind of um, uh, the way I would look at it. I, I do want to kind of okay. Go I, ahead. Yeah, I do want to kind of. Um, Go back. You you had a question earlier about um you know what's what what are some of the, you know what what percentage uh, exactly I was about to touch on that. <laughs> touch on that yeah perfect perfect you know what what percentage should you you kind of save um, how much should you have for uh, something like an emergency fund so mm-hmm. um kind of start out with that emergency fund and if there's anything that 2020 uh, taught us it's the importance of um, an emergency fund. Um, well, you, I just get a stimulus check if I don't have an emergency. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if only, if only it worked like that all the time. <laughs> but uh, no, so uh, recommended for emergency funds are about, um, you know, three to six months of um, of expenses. I usually try to, you know, be a little bit more conservative than that and go a little bit higher, maybe um, six to nine months, maybe even up to uh, up to a year of uh, just having month, some monthly expenses just kind of saved away. And now those you can put into some kind of, you know, savings accounts or money market fund that's, you know, maybe not growing uh, very fast, but really for that emergency fund, you're just looking to preserve the capital. You just don't want that to go down. And you want it to be accessible if you need. Yeah, very accessible. Exactly. You want that to be accessible um, in case something happens. So, um, so yeah, so yeah. So about that, I I would say about six to nine months of, um, of expenses, um, for your emergency fund. Um, and then kind of the, you know, when it comes to savings, I, you know, kind of a, a nice, uh, you know, starting point is probably 10% of, um, of your gross income is, is a good, is a good starting point. Now I know that's, you know, not for everyone, you know, some, some people, um, have student loans they have to pay off. So, um, you know, that you have to, you have to take care of that. You know, like we talked about, some people might be trying to save for a house. Some people might be, um, trying to, uh, are, are starting up a business. So, um, you know, using money for that. So maybe the, 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 the 10% in the, in those situations might be a little tough, but, you know, I'd say 10, 10 to 12% is a good, you know, a good, good, good starting point 
uh, point if you're, you know, trying to save for retirement or, um, and then, you know, you can, uh, if, if you can save for, uh, other goals as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, so those are, those are kind of the, kind of the, the marks I would, I would, I would recommend. Great. And that's kind of, you talked about it in the picture of while you're investing, you should be, um, at least have a, some going to savings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, some going to your activities funds, whether it be groceries, gas, stuff like that. Yeah. And then um, you should, would you recommend anybody start investing before they have an emergency fund? Um, I would, I would get that emergency fund up there. I, yeah. I would get the, get the emergency fund going just because, I mean, if you, that's a classic Dave Ramsey. Yeah, right, I mean, right. Dave Ramsey kind of <laughs> took the market there. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean, just, just because if you're, you know, if you're putting, if you're saving money into your 401k and, you know, something happens and exactly. um, you lose your job, you know, now with your 401k, if you, if you have to use that money, if you have to take that, you know, out of your 401k, now all of a sudden you have to pay it, you know, you have to pay taxes on that and mm-hmm. you have to pay a 10% penalty. Um, and you're starting, you're, you're, we're talked about 25 to 35 is the best. Yeah. Time. As soon as you pull that money out of that, yeah, now, you're yeah. starting over. Again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You're starting over again. So it's like it, a triple loss. Right. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I would, I would get that, you know, that, that emergency fund built out, have that in a nice safe spot. That's, that's reachable. Um, once you have that built up, um, yeah, I know, you know, then you can start, uh, uh, thinking about, okay, I need to save for retirement, need to save for a house. Um, you know, those sorts of things. One question, and this may be a personal preference. I don't want this to be too specific, but a personal question I have more is um, when you're structuring that emergency fund, do you generally use like a just one lump sum bank account or can you use like your HSA or stuff like that to kind of um, categorize a little bit where that money goes and spread it out over a couple different ways? Because there are some tax benefits to like using an HSA. Oh or my gosh. Like that, yeah, I did. I did definitely want to talk about the power of the HSA though. Yeah. That thing is, that thing is, is, is I'm, I'm just going to touch on that really quickly. Yeah. HSAs are, are, are extremely powerful. And you know, a lot of people don't um, think about them early on just because um, you know, you need to have an HSA, you need to have a, a high deductible plan. And a lot of people are, still on their parents' plan until they turn 26. But once you, once you're eligible for an HSA, it's extremely powerful for, um, for, you know, uh, it's just extremely tax efficient. It's, uh, tax-free going in. Um, the earnings are tax-free and then it's tax-free coming out. Um, so it's what, what is called triple tax-free, um, to compare that to a 401k, a 401k is tax-free when the money goes in, um, but the, but, uh, the earnings on that, um, will eventually be taxed and, you know, the m- money that you put in will eventually be taxed when you pull it out. So HSA completely tax-free, huge, powerful tool. That's, you know, I can't, um, emphasize the, the HSA, um, you know, enough. Um, when it comes to an, an emergency fund, I would actually say that, um, you know, I, I would, I would probably keep, you know, keep it more in maybe, you know, one, one bank account. Um, that's kind of the way I would go. I don't know if I'd put my, um, emergency fund in, um, an HSA just because, um, there it's, it's so qualifying expenses and stuff. Yeah. It's just, it's just so, it's just so powerful that, um, to, to just have that grow. I know if, if you have something that happens, you have some kind of medical injury or you need, you, you need to tap into that money. You know, I understand, stand that. And, um, it is, it is a good tool to, uh, to, to, to pay for medical expenses. But I would say if you can, 
um, afford to not pay medical expenses with your, if you can afford to pay medical expenses, just, you know, with, with cash, with, with, uh, money from, from a bank account or anything like that, huh. I would do that. Cause just the power, cause if you invest, you know, um, a thousand dollars today into your HSA, um, and it, it just keeps growing and growing and growing, you know, all that, all that earnings is going to be tax-free when completely tax-free, no, there's no, no nothing, you know, no, uh, no, uh, you know, fine print on that. It's just completely tax free. So it's just, it's just such a powerful savings tool. With your background in tax, this is just a great opportunity um, to talk about some other, perhaps, really efficient tax investment vehicles that mm-hmm. you know of that you want to make sure we know of as right. professionals. So you know, and what, you talked about the four hundred one k. Yeah, the four hundred one k. Yeah, so the four. Yeah, the four hundred one k obviously is is a powerful tool because you're basically deferring tax later. Um, another one is, um, an IRA. Um, and now there's two types of IRA or, there, there, you know, you can, with an IRA, uh, there's, there's two routes you can go. You can go a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA. And I guess you can, you, you know, some people do have, have an option to do a Roth 401k. Yeah. Um, but basically I'll, I'll just kind of explain the difference between a traditional and a Roth with a traditional, um, you're putting money, uh, in today and that money is not taxed today. But um, when you take that money out, uh, then uh, it gets taxed. Um, with a Roth, uh, it gets taxed today, um, but the earnings on it are not taxed. And when you pull it out, it's completely tax-free. So if I if I put in thousand um, dollars into my Roth, you know that's that's already been taxed. It's already taken out of my paycheck. It, I, I throw it into my Roth. You know, let's say over um, the next 30 years, it grows up to, um, let's say it grows up to $10,000. Um, I can take that whole $10,000 out tax-free, um, which is, you know, it, which is pretty powerful. And actually, you know, some people have um, really done well with these. Um, you know, there was a, uh, there was a, uh, um, a founder of a publicly traded um, company that, you um, uh, when his company was very small, it was trading at like one tenth of a penny. Um, it was not public yet. It was still on the private market. He put a couple of shares into his Roth. Of course, once that became public, it grew into this, this huge <laughs> thing became million, you know, all yeah. of a sudden his Roth, he's going from a couple thousand to millions of dollars and that's all tax free because it's, you know, it's in his, his, uh, Roth IRA. So, I mean, that's just an extreme example, but it, it shows you the, 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 the you know, the power of the Roth. Um, so now what's, what's better? Should you go the Roth route or should you go traditional, you know, or, or go the traditional and take the tax deduction today? Um, it all, it all really depends on what's, on, on what you're what paying you, taxes. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it depends on, you know, it depends on what, 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 what your, what your tax rate is today. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, are you in a, you know, if you know somebody, you know, in a, uh, kind of, a uh, at a, in a younger age, maybe the Roth is a little bit more beneficial because you, you don't have a high tax rate right now. Um, in the future, maybe, you know, when, when your um, when your wages are higher, uh, maybe a traditional, it makes more sense when you, when your tax rate is higher. Um, so yeah, there's, 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 there's just some, some differences there. Um, you could also, uh, you know, maybe if you don't have a Roth option with your 401k, um, and, uh, everything with your 401k is traditional, you could think, okay, maybe I'll start the Roth IRA and, and 
have that be my, um, you know, kind of my, my, uh, my Roth side. So there's, there's just a lot of things to think about there. One other kind of um, tax efficient uh, vehicle I did want to mention is a, is a 529 plan. Um, basically that's, that's specifically for um, saving for college. So if, hmm. you know, you're saving for your kid's college, um, that's also a nice little tool because that one, um, that one goes in, um, you know, it goes in the, the money that, that you put in there has already been taxed. It, it's not, you know, like your 401k, but, uh, the earnings on that's grow tax-free and then you can pull it out tax-free if you're paying, um, for education expenses. So that's just a nice, uh, an, another nice little tool there. Wow. Thanks for giving us <laughs> that. That's awesome. That's, that's wonderful. I'll make sure we're considering differences between traditional Roth 529. Mm. There's really a lot of options for the money you're earning to go into instead of just dumping into a Swiss savings account. Yeah. A lot of companies help, but if, if they're not, then yeah, invest these on, investigate these on your own contact Dave mm -hmm. or some other financial professional and, and um, get in the know or get in the how and the practice of it. So that's really cool, David. Thanks for, or Dave, thanks for sharing. Um, I did want to wrap this up a little bit now mm -hmm. with, uh, what are some of your vision, uh, goals or dreams, aspirations, whatever about, um, where you're, where you're going as a young professional, mm -hmm. where maybe you hope the area is going as a young professional, uh, and, and how you want to look back at your life as far as you mentioned, Hey, when we're investing right now, we're opening up opportunities for our future. So we mm -hmm. can look back and say, Hey, that was a, a financially well-lived life Yeah, day for you in West Michigan. What would all what would a well-lived life look like for you outside of finances <laughs> or maybe involving, obviously it's, it's, yeah. it's the way you're earning your bread, but. Right, right. No, I mean, and, and, and it all kind kind of ties together uh, with the whole, you know, just, just um, being there for others. Um, that's mm. kind of, you know, if I, I if I look back, I want to see, okay, what, 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 what did I do for other people? And I, I think, um, you know, kind of where I'm at um, uh, just, you know, career wise, um, when I look back, I want to, I want, I do want to look back and, you know, was I able to, you know, help people with these complex issues? Was I able to, uh, you know, help them, um, you know, figure out, uh, uh, some of their, you know, their, their investing questions, whether it's, you know, explain the difference between a Roth or a traditional mm -hmm. help them with their asset allocation, but, you know, kind of outside of work, you know, um, I, I think it's in, important, you know, I talked about, uh, how in West Michigan, it's easy to get into volunteer groups and, you know, get involved with the community. So I, th I think that's important as well. You know, yeah. I want to look back and say, Hey, I was able to, you know, make an impact here. And I think, um, you know, generally, uh, just in general, um, if, you know, there's a West Michigan community that that's like that, that that's all about, you know, giving back to the community and really, um, you know, you know, thinking of others and looking to, you know, help each other out, whether that's, you know, in, in, in your, in your job, um, two professionals looking to see, Hey, how can we work together to, you know, solve this complex problem? Or if it's just outside of that, Hey, we've got challenges here in the community. How do we, how do we, uh, how do we fix that? How we, how, how can we, how can we get back? So, you know, that's really the, the kind of the big vision is, you know, how can, how can we all, you know, work together to just, um, you know, make, make West Michigan as great of a place as it's can, as it yeah. can be. A community that's investing well mm -hmm. is a community that's more powerful with their finances, mm -hmm. more powerful with what they can do. Young professionals that are investing well, they're in a good, solid financial position, mm -hmm. are more powerful with what they can do as young professionals, just in what they can access, the opportunities, the yeah. impact, stuff like that. Yeah. 
And that's really cool to hear that you're on the, on the good side <laughs> here, uh, to, to help young professionals and all those that are in your path to um, be in a really good physically, physical position, fiscal position. Yeah. Um, but then also looking for those volunteering opportunities and saying, okay, I'm a good spot. I'm helping other people get to a good spot. But now let's take that and bring it back to the community yeah. and impact the community well. Right, right. Exactly. So. Exactly. Wow. Thank you for sharing so much with us today, Dave. Um, and to the listeners, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hot Off the Hip. Before we leave, do you have any contact information and last minute notes for our listeners? Yeah, no. If, I mean, if, if you're if you're looking, uh, if you want, if you have any uh, questions or you want me to, uh, you know, kind of address any specific situation, um, you can reach me out at reach reached me at uh, Dave dot cook at Raymond dot com. And Raymond is spelled R-E-H-M-A-N-N. Um, so once again, that's Dave dot cook at Raymond dot com. Um, so yeah, feel free to reach out, um, really with, with any questions. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to help. And any additional reading materials or intro to Raymond that, uh, somebody might be able to link at website is Raymond.com. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just Raymond.com. I mean, we've got, we've got different, uh, different resources there that, uh, that you can look at. Um, um, but you know, if you, if, like I said, if you have any, anything specific, um, you know, feel free to reach out to me like i said happy to happy to help and you know just sit sit down and talk with anybody so um yeah just feel free to reach out terrific and that's a wrap folks make sure to check out our events page at www.bhyp.org for the current offering of community and development events created by the holland zealand young professionals also take a moment to look through the show notes connect with our guest or leave a voice message with your thoughts on this episode today's show is a blast to put together I look forward to doing this again on the next episode, Hot Off the Hip.